Hi, I'm LaDonna. And I'm Krista. We are both mamas who have been through the loss of a child. Through our losses, we found that other moms like us craved a space to talk about their experience. So we created the Stitches podcast and ministry as a space to talk through loss. However, the space is not just to talk about loss. We want to talk about life. About the life of your child. About the life you live after their death. About the messiness of grief. And all those joy-filled moments in between. We want to create a safe haven for mamas throughout this raging storm of grief that is miscarriage, stillbirth, and infant loss. Grief is a non-linear process. Everyone's wound is different, requiring different stitches to mend. So please join us as we try to bring you a little hope and healing through the airwaves. Welcome to the Stitches Podcast. Hi, everyone. This is LaDonna and Krista. Hello. We're here with a special guest today, which we're super excited about. Um, We are here with Grace Mulcahy, who does our... um, group, our, our grief group, and she is a perinatal counselor here in Atchison, Kansas, where we are. So we're just super excited to have her here with us and be able to share all of her wealth of knowledge about perinatal counseling and um, grief group and all of the things. So yeah. welcome yeah. to the podcast, yes. Grace. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Yes. Is this your first podcast, Grace? It is my second. So oh, I'm still hey. new. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> she's yeah. like on it now. And, and I'm really happy that you can edit so you can like <laughs> make me sound smarter than I might. You, you know, you, you think a lot of me, but you know, I will try my best, Grace. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, we wanted to gather around and just talk about mental health and loss and all kinds of things today. But in this episode, we wanted to focus on finding a counselor and just how even saying that makes me think back to whenever I lost my baby. And if I hadn't have known you and knew what you did, I don't know that I would have known where to start. So, I mean, can you break down for us kind of the counseling world, because there's different counselors for different things, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, that's a really good question. So, so there are mainly three different types of therapists. There's LPC, licensed professional counselors, and they have a great training in just a lot of different generalized types of mental health diagnoses. And then there's LMFTs, so licensed marriage and family therapists, and they specialize obviously in marriage and family, working with children, couples counseling, family therapy. And then I'm a licensed clinical social worker. So similar to like an LPC, but my background is in um, supporting the whole person. So we have this mental health diagnosis, but then also um, what other what are other types of um, things are going on in their lives that are promoting or inhibiting mental health and, and trying to support them in different systems that they're they're in um, within the world, within their community. So those are the three general types of therapists. And then you can get certified and licensed in a million things. So there's, I think that it is around um, 250 is the number for how many mental health diagnoses there are. So there's so many, (laughs) many. and so none of us can be experts in all of it. And that's what we're really learning in in the therapy world is that um, taking a direction and finding out what you're interested in, what you're drawn to, and then spending more time in training in that area is much more beneficial to the community than just being like, 
the, the therapist for all things. Mm-hmm. So right. in my journey, one of my areas of interest has become perinatal mental health. And so I went through the process of being trained and educated in that realm and getting certified um, to support women. And perinatal is um, from conception through the first year postpartum. So when you think about all of the things that can happen and you can experience <laughs> right. at that time, it's so much. There's nothing know? that happens then, Grace. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. It's not like the most disruptive time in your life. <laughs> yeah, I know it is just like, it is such an umbrella of, of things from, you know, just anxiety around preparing for motherhood to um, birth trauma to postpartum mood disorders. There's just, and obviously grief and loss, like there's just so much to address and talk through and this is a very new certification it has just come out i think 2018 so i mean this field it's just a very new um new thing that we're trying to destigmatize and create more education and more conversation around because yeah women did not have access to this type of care for many 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 years absolutely i was just going to say that's about 2,000 years late. I don't know, 4,000? Yeah, How long is humanity? Oh, been? gosh, yeah. <laughs> don't dog on my history. <laughs> but how, yeah. I mean, mental health as a profession is a fairly new profession, right? I mean, in the history of human health. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, psychology has been around for a long time. Oh, I did. I left out PsyDs, actually. Shoot. Clinical <laughs> psychologist. Yeah. Well, psychology has been around for a very, very long time. But therapy... Yes, it's new-ish, newer, mm-hmm. and it's always evolving. Like we are always finding an understanding diagnoses and and um, yeah, coming coming up to find like the human brain is so complex and so beautiful, mm-hmm. but there are there are so many diagnoses um, that are new-ish that we're just still learning about and yeah, evolving how to care for those. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, especially, yeah. I mean. I know as a mom, and the first time going through becoming a mom, my first, um, my firstborn, that's what that's called. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect just kind of the wave of everything, you know, with her, it was more of, I had feeding issues that I didn't expect. I had done all the studying and I'd bookwormed it. Right. But then when it came to yeah. do everything, she wasn't latching. And then like, there was mental issues with that. Cause I felt like, what am I doing yeah. wrong? And uh, and that just, I mean, kind of snowballed with her. And I imagine other moms kind of go through those things where you feel like you've prepared as best as you can, but then something might go, an expectation that you had yes. gets broken and that causes issues. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Right. There's a lot of like talking about the grief work that's in perinatal mental health, like it's called ambiguous grief where like this idea of a dream or a hope or a, an identity that you thought you were going to have. Like, like for example, like I'm going to be a breastfeeding mom. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like that's gone. And so there is a lot of ambiguous grief through motherhood and through pregnancy where the way you thought it would go, it doesn't go that that's way. It, right. And right. trying to like adapt and like, yeah, understand your emotions and how you're responding to that and move forward. Yeah, there's a lot. And I don't know if there's a way to preemptively prepare for that like is there a way that you know of to just other than being aware of what those expectations are is there a way to like soften blows of those kind of things there can be you know um most of us especially when we go in as first-time moms like 
we don't think we need to prepare for it. We just, you know, expect things to go a certain way. But, but yes, like now in this day and age, there's just a lot of different types of support groups out there and social media and books. So those are really wonderful resources um, as a way to prepare and to support you through the ups and downs. But yeah, it is, it, a lot of this is go through the experience of it mm-hmm. to, to develop some of these skills and learn and then share your learning with, you know, with other moms. Yeah. 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 I think it's amazing that like you were talking about how it encompasses like, so, you know, from all the way, you know, at conception to a year or whatever after, because like, as kind of like Krista said, as a first time mom or even a second time mom, like, I feel like I experienced like a lot of anxiety and some like what I felt as like depression, maybe just with like, because your hormones are like, crazy, you know, but I was never guided towards like perinatal counseling Mm -hmm. at that time. And so like the only time that was like suggested to me was after my third child, which I lost, you know, during at 20 weeks. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, I feel like that's something that new moms need to like be, you know, made aware of and like that resource provided to them or made known to them. um, Because it's not something that I would have ever like thought of or even really knew about um, having gone through it with two living children, you know, even though I felt a lot of the same like anxieties and stresses and grief kind of um, from a loss as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's just so much that's not known or discussed that we need to just keep talking about and sharing Like, like women who, you know, most of us at some point in our life have gone through a depressive episode or, anxiety. And for those women that have, they're at a higher risk for a postpartum disorder by like 30%. Mm-hmm. So even just saying that, like working with women and saying, Hey, I know you're expecting, I just want to prepare you that this might happen, right? right? Because of your background with anxiety or depression, let's just, let's prepare for that. Let's have a plan in place. And so often that doesn't happen and, and women are completely taken off guard. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Well, no, it kind of occurred to me right now that we spend so much time coming up with birth plans, mm-hmm. right? What do we want for that moment and whatnot? And I was so distracted with that with my first child that I'm not even thinking about yes. raising them. You know? Yes. Like, Let me get I past just need to get this. Through this like bullet pointed because it seems like of. such a big mountain to climb. Yes. But as you were talking, Grace, it almost seems like you should have a mental health plan alongside your birth plan, mm-hmm. or as a part of yes, like your postpartum mm-hmm. time. Because I feel like. My births went pretty well, which I'm grateful for. That's right. not always the case for everyone. But my postpartum parts, I mean, that was hard. Same. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> the exact same for me. With both of my first two children, I felt like the births went very smooth as far as like my expectation of birth. Even my first, you know, being like very nervous about like exactly what's going to happen. Um, but my births both went very smooth. And then um, the after was not so smooth, but, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't fully like aware about perinatal until losing Hadley, um, mm-hmm. later on. So, well, that's kind of why we wanted to talk about perinatal mental health, just because I wouldn't have even known to Google perinatal, right? right? right. If you were looking for someone, I guess I would have Googled like postpartum care uh-huh. or therapy yes. or something and probably ended up in the right path but Mm -hmm. we just want to know that there's 
a specific place for or, or way right. for people to find mental health in this area. Yes. And so where, if you are specifically looking for a perinatal therapist, the acronym is PMH-C, so Perinatal Mental Health um, Clinician. And you can go to um, Postpartum Support International. They have a website and you just put in the state you're looking for care and it will populate all of the therapists that have that specific certification. And um, that's a really great place to start, I think, especially now that telehealth is, makes things so accessible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's quite a few. I'm the only one. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm the only one for quite a few miles in this area, <laughs> mm -hmm. but there's many in the Kansas City um, population. And so, yeah, there's just some wonderful options for women yeah. mm -hmm. if you know how to find them and access them. And this area is actually Kansas yeah. for those of you that are listening oh, yes. who are new. <laughs> yeah. So we're, yeah, we're based in Atchison and Grace is here, which is an amazing resource. And then there are, yes, more counselors in Kansas City um, and around. So that's great. So what was the website one more time so we can write it yes. down? So Postpartum Support International. And I think, I think it's PCI.org. Okay. I know you're good. I'm going to double check. <laughs> I'll double check. I mean, PSI, right? PSI, sorry. No, PSI.org. Um, we'll put it in the show notes too. So yeah. that way there's a link to it. Yes. And we'll put a link on this, the Stitches website as yeah. well. And they also offer so many support groups for women. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, they offer grief groups online. Like I talk to women in the community who feel like I need to be in a group where nobody knows me mm -hmm. and I can cry my eyes out and say whatever I want. And I won't run into them at Walmart, and which is totally understandable. Absolutely. So they have access to those types of groups there. They also have, like, for example, um, women that are new mothers where their husbands are in the military and deploy. They have support groups for that. They have support groups for every ethnicity, you know, because there's different challenges as being a, of being a mother with, you know, each, um, each ethnicity. So there's just so much support. There are different types of support to access. That's wonderful. Yeah. And so how did you just zero in on wanting to become a perinatal counselor? Like, What was the catalyst behind that? Mm. You know, it's commonly like, well, with all of us, like personal experience and just not having a support for myself when I went through my miscarriages. Um, so seeking that out and just stumbling across this organization. So I used it as, um, you know, just a mom trying to find support. And then, you know, um, working as a therapist, I know that when we have, when all people go through grief, we try to find meaning and make meaning out of those experiences. And it was, it probably took me about 10 years from my first miscarriage, my first loss to come to, you know, how do I want to live this experience out and make meaning in my life and, and deciding to go through the training and supporting other women who have gone through it. Um, but yeah, I, I stumbled across it randomly looking for supports of my own as a, as a new mom, um, and as a grieving mom. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so, great. it's so wonderful too, that you, I mean, not wonderful that you have that experience, but that you have that deep empathy. Cause you know, like yes. you, there's something different about knowing <laughs> what goes yeah. on during any kind of loss. And I'm sure now, since you've counseled lots of people, you've probably seen a little bit of everything. So <laughs> yes. and and um there have been quite a few women too who like just not understanding mental illness postpartum 
not having the language for it, you know, thinking they're just sleep deprived Mm -hmm. or not getting enough nutrition or um, trying to find a reason and language for what they're experiencing. That has also been a motivator too. Um, just working women coming in for counseling and I'm able to say like, I think you have a postpartum depression. I think you have postpartum anxiety and just the relief, like, Oh my gosh, there is this chemical imbalance happening. Mm-hmm. And we know with research too, sorry, I'm going off topic here because I feel like it's so important. <laughs> hey, you nerd that. out. Yes, yes. Know, go absolutely. off, Grace. Yeah, we know with research too, like postpartum mood, dis- mood disorders are, they last about one year. So there's so much hope there mm-hmm. because they vary from other mental health diagnoses where we know they're temporary. So if you can get the supports you need for that one year and take care of yourself, get a good therapist, go to group if you want, um, you will, you will be okay. You will get better. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I think it's important. You said putting language to something that they couldn't understand or put language Mm -hmm. to before. I think that goes with anything in the grief process. Like, if you can't tell others what's happening inside of you, mm-hmm. it's really hard to believe that or even to figure out what's going on. And so I think that's so valuable that you can provide those tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. any sure. other thoughts about finding care, finding a therapist? You know, just going back to grief work as well, if you're if you're going through grief and loss from uh, losing a child or from you know a miscarriage, looking into therapists that specialize in grief are also a wonderful option. And they have a lot of beautiful tools um, that that and and a wonderful way of explaining what's going on, you know, in your body, how you're holding grief, how you're moving through the grief. That's so helpful. So if there is you know if you don't have access to an in-person perinatal mental health therapist. There are other great options out there, um, especially if you're trying to find help with grief and loss. Mm-hmm. And I just thought about this, Grace. Um, I think one fear of looking for a counselor is fit. Like, what if I contact someone and it's just not the right fit? What would you tell someone? How would you move through that process if you were to give someone advice on that? Mm-hmm. So I would say go with your instincts on this. So usually we know within one or two sessions if it's the right fit. And it, it is so, so important that it's the right fit. Because if it's not, you can't build that rapport and you really can't reach the healing that you need to reach. So don't feel bad, you know, to say this isn't the right fit and I need to move on. Like it's very, very common actually. And as therapists, we want you to have the right fit. Mm-hmm. Like our feelings will not be hurt. It's more, your healing is way more important than sticking it out and trying to make something work where, you know, the personalities aren't meshing um, or my therapeutic approach or their therapeutic approach isn't the right one for you. It is okay. Um, Keep searching. Usually most people, it takes like two or three times to find the right fit. Um, And it is important to to kind of know for yourself, like some of the parameters, like male, female, what am I comfortable comfortable Mm -hmm. with? Most people have a preference. Um, and also, you know, age and stage of life. A lot of the women I work with, like, they will ask me point blank, like, are you a mom? Because I would like to work with a, a therapist that's a mom. And and I get that, you know, just mm-hmm. so it is okay to have specific criteria that you're looking for and to, to hold those boundaries and standards. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. 
Well, thank you so much, Grace, yeah. for giving us a little yes. peek into the world of perinatal counseling, grief Absolutely. counseling. Uh, yes. Yeah. And so I think um, we'll just sign off here and then yeah. we're going to have Grace on for another episode soon. So stay tuned for her knowledge and wisdom. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. Thank you for having me. Yes. It's been great to chat. Yes. All right. Well, bye, everybody. We'll talk later. <laughs> bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the Stitches podcast today. We hope that if you want to get connected with us, you will join us at stitcheshaven.org. Or you can find us on our social media pages at Stitches Haven on both Facebook and Instagram. And of course, we would love it if you rated our show so others can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify.